0: What's good, good people? It's your boy, Conker Jones, coming at you with a late episode of uh, The Comfort Zone. Mm. Excuse me. I have to sit up and think of a clever name for the episodes I post on Thursday. Because, you know, Monday I got Monday Motivation, and I need to think of something for Thursday. But, truthfully, for the time being, I'm thinking about switching it to Wednesday I may do it, I may not, but the one thing you can count on is that you're going to get uh, a brief episode of Monday Motivation from me, and then a Thursday episode every single week. Truthfully, I'm hoping that these Thursday episodes get longer as I get more used to uh, gathering information about topics, having topics to talk about, actually wanting to talk about those topics and everything like that, <laughs> um, not to mention that I think... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do something that I should have done a long time ago, which is have a lot of my episodes pre-recorded. I just got too much on my plate to try to do this every single week. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, So I do think I'm going to start pre-recording a lot of my episodes. Like I can knock out about four episodes in about three hours uh, for max. You know what I'm saying? That's one month worth of work done in half a day, Uh, a quarter of a day, however you want to look at it. But... I'm not about to continue to talk your head off with this stuff man you see what the title is the title is called get this off of your chest this is something that i believe in for a very 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 long time and it goes and dives deeper into uh one of my ultimate goals was to help which is to help people especially men overcome some of the different types of mental illnesses or depressions and everything else like that that we have or to be more comfortable with uh, talking about things because, you know, I was telling this coworker of mine last night, I said, I done came across some real tough dudes. Uh, I done came across some real alpha males, again, even though I don't believe in that mess, but <clears throat> I done came across some real alpha males according to society's standards. And it's funny how all you got to do is get a little drink and then the next thing you know, they're telling you everything that they don't feel like they should talk about. You know, to me, that's a problem. You know, if we have to get to the point to where we get intoxicated, uh, get under the influence of any type of drug or anything like that in order for us to feel okay with expressing ourselves, because I'm not going to lie, I've done that quite a few times, too. Uh, to where I'll drink and then I'll start talking about some stuff that's going on and I'll blame the alcohol as an excuse. I'll use the alcohol as an excuse. I'll blame the alcohol when I sober up and be like, well, I wouldn't have talked like that uh, if I was sober, knowing good and well that it's stuff that I wanted to talk about anyway. Uh, But I really do want to see people uh, of any color uh, overcome a lot of their issues with, Uh, dealing with things you know and that's the reason why this episode is called get it off your chest that's the reason why i focus so much on the mental barriers that we place within ourselves in order for us to move forward like i'm very good at getting stuff off my chest worst case scenario i can write a poem about it and that helps me get it off my chest you know what i'm saying it's a ventilation process to a certain extent (laughs) now You know, the one thing about any type of system that you have, and I've said this before, um, and I'm going to say it again. uh, (laughs) When you think about any type of system, uh, let's look at uh, buildings and let's look at vehicles, you know, uh, that all have ventilation systems, air systems, whatever you want to call it, uh, or especially a computer. I could really focus on a computer because I actually have one that i have to uh swap some parts out with right now (laughs) so uh let's let's start with a computer if you look at a computer a pc a tower um even some laptops the way they're building them now it needs two different things one it needs air coming in two it needs air going out You know what I'm saying? And you have to have some type of fan in there to keep everything cool. But you have to... I I mean, I know we can focus on what we take in, uh, but we rarely ever focus on what we put out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about uh, anything else other than uh, you standing there facing a situation and instead of getting it off your chest, you decide to suppress it. Now... A computer will overheat and it will cause major issues to how it functions if there is not a ventilation fan pushing all of the hot air out of that system. It doesn't matter how many fans you have blowing cool air into it. It still will not function properly if there is not a fan in the back of that PC or in the back of that tower pushing air out of it. There has to be a constant circulation and flow that goes in from one side and out from the other. A computer can't function like that. Can you imagine your vehicle if you didn't have an exhaust pipe on it? You know what I'm saying? What does that exhaust pipe do? Uh, You know what I'm saying? What do you think the... uh, air filter does in that system itself except help it vent you know what i'm saying same thing with your house with your ac and your heating system you know saying you have air coming in but then you also have to have something on top that's pushing air out the best example to look at when it comes to your house if you live in a house is to think about your dryer you know uh your dryer is the perfect example because any house that you go to has a little Port or something that you run a hose to, or whatever you call those things in the back, those uh real flimsy silver things uh I'm gonna just call it a hose for now, but you run it a hole, you run a hose from the back of the dryer. To that little part that goes outside and that helps it vent so it can continue functioning properly. Everything that I'm talking about is about having a way of getting these things out of them, getting the hot air out of them and letting it be able to breathe. Even we as human beings physically, we take air in and we push air out. We cannot function without pushing the air out. If all we did was take air in, we would surely die. But we (laughs) have to push air out and sometimes gas. Well, you know, quite frequently gas. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Quite frequently gas. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not above blue-collar jokes or anything like that. But I want you to really take time to think about that. Um... Spiritually and emotionally, we need to look at ourselves the exact same way. You can't just keep taking his, you can't keep going through things and feeling like you don't have to talk about it or you don't have to discuss it because it does change you. It sits inside of you and it attaches to your ribs, it attaches to your soul, it attaches to your spirit and it starts changing your entire outlook on people, on yourself and on your surroundings, you know. Um. Now, with me being a man of God or, ha- or having faith in the kingdom, you know, I just went through something a couple of days ago. And uh, well, actually, yesterday, I went through something yesterday. And I think that's the reason why I'm also like spiritually, I feel like it was meant for me to go through that first before I posted this episode. That way I can speak from a very, very, very authentic point of view when i say uh i just heard some news that got me disappointed you know i knew i wasn't going to stay disappointed but uh i also knew that i needed time to process what was going on and i needed to get it off my chest you know what i'm saying took me a couple hours to get back to doing the normal thank god it was my daughter's birthday it probably would have taken me a little bit longer i don't know but it took me a couple hours to get back to doing things and being my normal goofy self uh and then everything was fine, you know, but it's always been an understanding that I've had to where uh, the main thing that we need to do is get this stuff off of our chest. Now, I understand what people say. they say, ain't no you to complaining because it doesn't do you any good. There's a major difference between venting and complaining. You know what I'm saying A lot of us tend to think that just because we're talking about it, we're complaining. No, that's not how that works. You know what I'm saying? Uh being able to talk about certain things doesn't mean you're complaining about it. Perspectively, from my perspective, from my opinion, it's complaining when you continuously talk about the same situation over and over and over and over again. And you're not trying to do anything about it. You're not trying to fix the situation. You know what I'm saying? But if you just so happen to go through something that's bothering you so much, what's the point in holding it in? You know, I hope you have someone in your corner that you consider trusted to where you can talk about these things who understands that you need to vent. And with me being a man or with me being a man of God, I don't know why I was about to say a man or a woman of God, because I'm obviously a man. At least the last time I went in the bathroom, I saw I was a man. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But uh, in the process, with me being a man of God, I also know uh, that God doesn't mind you venting either. You know what I'm saying? Like, for the longest, I looked at the book of Job, which, as you will learn, is one of my favorite books in the Bible. Uh, I think it's Job, Revelations, uh, then comes Proverbs. Job, Revelations, Proverbs, then Psalms, you know. Uh, but Psalms is probably one of my favorite books because it's so long. And, <laughs> you know, you, There's no way you can read songs and not find some stuff that actually works. But, uh, you know, I used to look at Job when Job finally started talking, when his friends were accusing him of doing something wrong. I used to look at what he was saying as complaining, but now I stand corrected and I can sit up and say that he was venting, you know, saying he had to get that stuff off his chest because even in the process of him venting, he did not curse God. He wanted answers. You know what I'm saying? He needed to sit up here and explain why he felt like uh he didn't why he felt like he didn't deserve to go through what he went through and he didn't. You know? But um with okay, let me get back to it. Like with being a man of God, you have to understand that God wants you to be able to vent to him too. You know what I'm saying? Um, I told a couple of friends of mine not too long ago, I said, we sit up here. And look at come to me as you are as something that's just for newly found people who uh, want to know more about God or more about the kingdom, more about heaven, more about Jesus. And that's not the case. I said when God, like there were no restrictions or rules given on come to me as you are, which means that Jesus is sitting up here telling you, which means that God is sitting up here telling you, no matter what you're going through, no matter how long you've been serving me, no matter how long you've been trying to get it right, come to me exactly as you are. You know what I'm saying? How can we uh, avoid going to the healer when we need healing? How can we avoid going to the deliverer when we need to be delivered? You know, that's absolutely crazy. That's like wanting to go to Papa John's for pizza or wanting pizza from Papa John's, but then I decide to go uh, to McDonald's or something like that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I go to McDonald's and ask them for pizza knowing I got to get it from Papa John's. You know, uh, but in that same process you have to be able to you have to be able to get it off your chest. Again, if I can't talk to anybody, I'll write. You know, but it's it's good to also have somebody in your corner that you trust to talk to who understands that you have something going on right now, you need to get it off your chest. I am an advocate for addressing your issues and I'm gonna say this time and time and time again. If you don't believe me, Pull one of your friends Pull one of your co-workers aside Pull somebody aside That you know Is going to a psychiatrist And I promise you If they don't say it Like I'm saying it word for word They're going to tell you Something similar What the psychiatrist does Is teaches you To address your issues You know what I'm saying They teach you to address Your issues Head on And to go ahead And get them out of the way Get it off uh, uh Go ahead and get them out of the way, get it off your chest, and move on. That's the only way you truly can move on, you know what I'm saying, is you have to acknowledge that it's there. Then the point, once you acknowledge that it's there, you have to figure out a way to work through that. And that's the ventilation process. It starts with you being able to talk about it and discuss it. Even if you can't do anything but talk to yourself as crazy as that sounds, you need to figure out why is it bothering you so much. Sometimes it takes more than you just thinking about it. Sometimes it takes you actually verbalizing this stuff and processing it. Why is it bothering you? What happened that made it bother you? Is there anything else about it that continuously bothers you? Is there something that could have happened in the past that is causing this to bother you more than it should? This is all a part of the healing process And one part of the healing process starts with ventilation. I'm actually, as I'm thinking now, and I think I'm actually going to love this challenge, especially with everything else on my plate, is I'm going to work on a four- or five-part series to where I break down, from my perspective, the entire process of dealing with issues, getting to the root of those issues, and how to keep it moving. You don't keep it moving by ignoring it. You only look like you do. You know what I'm saying? I'm an advocate for that, for saying that. Like, you're not really showing how strong you are by ignoring what you're going through and running from your emotions. There's so many people out here who are hurting so bad that it saddens me. And they can't even realize or understand that they wouldn't even hurt that bad if they decided to discuss what they were going through and get that stuff off of their chest. People go to psychiatrists because they can't trust their friends. You know, so I ain't trying to put nobody out of business. I doubt my words have that much effect on anybody. But people go to psychiatrists uh, because they can't trust talking to anybody around them with what they're going through, you know. So if you have somebody in your corner that you can talk to like I do, I have a couple of people, then be grateful. Thank God for that. Uh, I'll thank God for that for you if you don't believe in God because another story in itself is there's a lot of people who say they don't believe in god but they actually do um but that's it in a nutshell um i I expected to feel more profound internally with what i was saying but then sometimes you just needed to be cut straight you don't need all the hooting and hollering and all this everything else that comes with it but just let me reiterate And tell you to find a way to get it off your chest. It's not doing you any good to continue holding on to it. It's not doing you any good to ignore it or suppress it or compartmentalize it and everything like that. There's a time and a place for everything. It's just like I said uh, last week or the week before that. It's not about you boo and crying in front of people. It's about you finding a way to where you won't walk around with anger and animosity and resentfulness in your system all the time because that does nothing but change the beautiful core of who you really are it takes away from who you really are and you don't have to take it from me try for yourself once you start really getting this stuff off of your chest and really dealing with the issues that you're faced with you'll learn that you'll walk around a lot lighter not just emotionally not just spiritually but also physically you'll feel a lot lighter I am at this current moment even though I hate to say this a good 360 (laughs) you know what I'm saying but I can only imagine how I how heavy I would feel that's the funny thing I don't feel that heavy I know I'm heavy but I don't feel that heavy but I can only imagine how I would feel If I held everything in and I didn't get this stuff off my chest, you know, uh, it would cause me to do certain things like I used to when I didn't do this, which would be randomly punching things, randomly throwing things, you know, gritting your teeth, grinding your teeth. I mean, my teeth are already messed up bad enough. Like... (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to shy away from saying I need dental work, <laughs> period. It ain't going to bother me too, too much. It'll bother me, but it ain't going to bother me too, too much if somebody points out that I need dental work because, duh, I got to look at myself in the mirror every day, so obviously I know that. Uh, uh, but it's it's a lot of stuff that we got to do to heal ourselves and to heal others. And one step in that process of becoming a better individual and being able to like who you see in the mirror more is being able to vent again. If you don't have somebody you can vent to, vent to God. God will listen. He will not look at it like you complaining as a matter of fact with this uh with this recent disappointment that I had. The first thing I did was pray. I asked God to forgive me for what I may do for the next couple of weeks if it took that long. Because I know the disappointment will drag with me uh, for a little bit. And I uh, just sat up here and asked him to give me the strength to continue pushing forward and to not let uh, my disappointment affect my faith in him. You know, Uh, and I have had a chance to talk about it. I even had people point out some things that I was just... I guess I'm too close to it to actually see it from how they saw it. But since I have been able to see it how they saw it, I feel a lot better. Like I said, it only takes a couple of hours. Now, this may make sense to you. It may not. But just make sure you find a reason to get this stuff off of your chest. It's not that complicated. I understand you're going to feel silly at first. You're going to feel like a weakling. i tell you what. If you feel silly, if you feel like a weakling for getting something off your chest, to yourself or to god uh, i think that kind of like comes with the territory but if you're speaking to somebody else and you feel and you don't feel comfortable talking to them about it um why is it that you don't feel comfortable is it because of past experiences or is it because of the stigmatism that's on us especially as men to not go there you know what I'm saying to not reach that reach deep within ourselves like that and to trust somebody to express ourselves like that if somebody breaks that trust don't go back to them but there are people out there who understands what you're going through and they will not hold it against you they're not going to look at you like any less of a man or a woman because of what you're going through but you have to be willing to take that step in trusting people you know what i'm saying And I really don't know what else to say. Uh, I keep trying to stretch these episodes out to 30 minutes. But I think I'm going to end this. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and end this. And if I'm correct, we are coming up on 24, 25 minutes, uh, something like that. But, again, just for the love of God and for the sake of your own sanity, find a way to get it off your chest. And I'm not talking about using art, uh, playing a piano, or cooking. Things like that help, too. They really do help. They're very, very, very therapeutic, but it's also good to talk about it, even if the only thing you have to do to talk about it is pray about it, talk about it to God. Don't pray about it. Talk to God like he's right beside you. Or go for a walk and talk to yourself about it. Because once you start getting it off your chest, You start figuring out how to move on and how to overcome what you're going through. I need to repeat that. Once you start getting this stuff off your chest and talking about it and actually going through the ventilation process, you start figuring out how to move on and how to overcome it. Back to the beginning of what I said. The best way for you to keep functioning properly like a house. That has an AC and heating unit like a vehicle that has an exhaust system like a computer that has fans blowing air into it and fans blowing air out of it. And just like how we breathe to where we take air in and we push air out. Make sure you are venting properly. You can't keep taking stuff in and expecting it not to come out one way or another. You're going to overheat you're going to explode. Period. It may not happen tomorrow. may not happen next year. But eventually you're going to overheat and you're going to explode and you're going to be wondering what brought you here. What I'm talking about right now is called preventative maintenance. It's what you do to prevent something, a major disaster from happening. You can listen to me. I really hope you do. If you don't, I pray somebody else comes along and tells you the same thing and you listen to them. But anyway, it's your boy Conker Jones with another episode of The Comfort Zone. I'm going to think of a clever name to call these Thursday episodes. I just don't know yet. I, uh, ooh. Ooh, Felt like something flew in my throat. But I'll see y'all next week, man. I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. Again, let's heal. Let's grow. Let's prosper. And let's continue building each other up. Peace.